Frequency Good morning and welcome to the Frequency of Heaven podcast. I did not get to do a podcast last week, so I sorry I missed you all. I was coming back from Michigan from a funeral and uh, we were in the car. It just wasn't, I, actually, I was wiped out. <laughs> we were traveling for about 11 hours. I did a lot of driving, and uh, but it's good to be back in the saddle. I'm down here at the church park. It is gorgeous. Just remembering the awesome time we had down here a few weeks ago. And um, it is just a beautiful fall day. And uh, Heavenly Father, we just ask right now for your anointing, for your power, for your love. Lord, your word says that you anoint us with oil and that our cup overflows by the power in the name of Jesus. So God, I just pray for revelation and I pray that you would come into the minds and the hearts of everybody listening, that they could experience your presence in such a powerful way and that they could receive a truth and an encouragement that would not just affect them when they listen to this, but a miraculous gift that your word does. Your word has the ability to be a miracle in the heart and the soul of those who listen, those who receive the word, that they could be changed forever. And God, I'm asking for power to come upon this message, power to come upon this word. I want to read to you uh, a scripture here that is very well known, Psalm 23, perhaps the most well known chapter of the entire Bible, but it says, You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. I was doing a funeral on Saturday. I missed the basket bonanza. I was doing a funeral for some friends that I've made. They don't come to church at Stony Point, but some friends from Texas, and they lost uh, their mother, grandmother. And it was, it was, um, you know, when you're doing a funeral for someone and you don't know the person, you never met them, um, you just want to honor their life. You want to hear who was this person. And I was richly blessed on Saturday. One of the granddaughters got up, actually, and a grandson got up after her. And then one of the other grandsons, I read something that he said. But I, I just got this feeling as these grandchildren who are now my age in their 40s, 30s and 40s, as they were talking about grandma, that this particular grandma had really filled up their cup. Like she had been a blessing. I mean, they, they were, uh, there was a lot of tears and um, they had such incredible stories with their grandma and it, it inspired me to be a grandpa. And while in particular, this one uh, lady, she's my age, but she was sharing about her grandma. I kept thinking of this phrase, this lady's cup has been made full by God through her Christian grandma. And it made me think that, you know, it, it reminded me of this Bible thought, this Bible teaching about cup. Because there's a lot of places in the Bible that talks about cup. Right, And as you go through scripture, there's times where the nation of Israel is not serving God. They're, they've turned to idols. And God talks about the cup of wrath that's, and judgment that's going to be poured out on them. And so the word cup is used not as blessing, it's used as judgment. But then you have the, the cup of blessing. And I don't know, I, I, have, I was reading an article or two about this concept because it's an ancient concept that using the idea of a cup at a table being filled with something. And you know, it, it's, it can be a blessing, it can be um, destructive. And I, and there, there's places in scripture where it talks about being drunk 
on the what was in the cup because it was something it was judgment or it was an abomination that the lord sent and maybe in ancient times you know they didn't have inspections and and testing and you maybe when the wine came out uh, the portion from the uh, in the of the drink that you got, you made the the servant came and gave you some of the wine, and you got a good portion. But you know, maybe the wine, uh, you know, a sibling on the other side of the table, maybe they got some of the wine. It, it it wasn't very good, you know. Their cup wasn't very good. I don't know where and how this idea of our, our life is being blessed or being cursed and, and there's not good stuff came. But in throughout the Bible, the concept of a cup, Jesus says in the Garden of Gethsemane, let this cup pass from me because he doesn't uh, necessarily want to go to the cross and experience the physical pain. He wants our salvation, but he is, is there another way, God? And so he asked that this cup might pass from him. But cup is symbolic of someone's fate, someone's lot in life and how things are going to go for them. You, As I read these verses on cup, I also get the concept that it's kind of someone's destiny or what they've received, good or bad. Just trying to get my mind and heart around this Bible teaching because there are several verses. Let me read you some verses here, some other verses. Psalm 16, 5, the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. So that's cool. This obviously means a good things in my life. The Lord is my cup and you've made my lot secure. Here it says in Psalm 31, 19, I like this one a lot. And actually this one might be the one that doesn't use the word cup, but the concept is there. How abundant are the good things that you've stored up for those who fear you? That's the concept of cup right? It's the good things in our life. And sometimes we're going through life is like, my cup isn't very good. You know, I, I got the bad portion uh, of wine, you know, and it's, it's not a good thing. But here, the rest of the verse says in Psalm 31, 9, that you bestow in the sight of all who take refuge in you. So there's good things that God wants to do. He wants to pour out blessings. Psalm 78, 19 says this, they spoke against God and they said, can God really spread the table in the wilderness. You know, the people of Israel, they wanted God to fill their cup with good things. But when they were in the wilderness and they looked all around them, uh, it was just dirt. And and as far as the eye could see, and they asked, you know, where are we going to get water from? Of course, we know God told Moses, strike the rock, getting the water came from the rock. But they want to know where where's food coming from? Where Where's uh, resources going to come from? And they grumbled against God. And they said, can you really spread a table for us in the wilderness? Can there really be something good? Can there be a good cup for us in the wilderness? And we know the answer. You and I in Christ, we know that no matter how bleak the situation is, we can declare God, Psalm 23, 5, you have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Because through worship, through intimacy, through closeness, remember the curtain on the temple has been torn. You and I can enter into the presence of God. We can have fellowship with God. We have his Holy Spirit alive in us. And so we need to be people who have the mindset at all times in any place, I can turn to God, I can worship. And he, the Father desires to fill our cup. 
It actually says in Ephesians 3, Paul prays, I, I preached on this not too long ago, but it says in Ephesians 3 at the end of the chapter, Paul asked that God would make it so people could see. God, would you, he says, would you help them grasp how high and wide and long and deep the love of God is so they might be filled up? And that's the idea of cup, a cup being filled up. But he says, God, help people see your love, receive your love, that their cup might be overflowed. My challenge to you as I think about Psalm 78, 19, if you're in a wilderness and you look around and say, you know, my cup, my cup can't be filled here. The nation of Israel said that in Psalm 78, 19, they spoke against God. They said, can God really spread a table in the wilderness? Can God fill my cup? You, one of the things that um, God wants to do in your life is he wants to take Psalm 23.5 and he desires for you to realize he's the God that can meet you anywhere, anytime, and he can fill your cup up. Draw Psalm, or sorry, James 4.7. Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. Expect him to fill up your cup. And, and the, let, let me read Psalm 104.15. I love this. Psalm 104.15, wine glass, uh, uh, gladdens the heart. Wine gladdens the heart of man. Oil that makes his face shine and brings and sustains his heart. And, and you know what? The thing is, oh, sorry, it says, and bread that sustains his heart. Let me read this one more time. I'm reading my own writing here. <laughs> I'm having trouble reading my own writing. Wine gladdens the heart of man, oil that makes his face to shine, and bread that sustains his heart. God's presence is that wine. You remember on the day of Pentecost, what were they accused of? Acts 2.13, the Holy Spirit came and filled them all up. What were they accused of? They're accused of being drunk. <laughs> they were so happy in Jesus. They were accused. And you know what? Now think about those on the day of Pentecost. They just lost Jesus. They saw him brutally arrested and crucified. And they were followers of Jesus. They had to be thinking, this could happen to us. They did it to Jesus. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be crucified. So there had to be fear. There had to be worry. They were hiding in the upper room praying. And yet... God found them in a time of their life where they had to be stressful. Of course, Jesus rose, but then he, he ascended into heaven and he's not physically with them anymore. You know, their leader, their commander, their general is gone. And yet when the Holy Spirit came and filled them up, it, they were accused of being drunk on wine. And the thing is, when God's presence fills your cup up, it's not like you're <laughs> tipsy from wine, but you're tipsy with his goodness. You're tipsy with his joy. God desires to bring that kind of joy in your life no matter what. I'm going to read to you. I, I can't remember if I brought this verse up in a podcast before or not, but I'll, I love this verse. This is in Psalm chapter four, verse seven. Fill my heart with joy. When their grain and new wine abounds, fill my heart with joy more than those who have uh, the grain and the new wine. It, it, this psalm is David saying, your presence, Lord, directly from you, no matter if I'm in a wilderness, no matter where I am, your love, your presence, your goodness can come into me 
Even if I look out and I see, well, that guy, hey, his cup seems to be full because his crops are doing good. That guy, his cups are doing good. His vineyards are doing, he's making money. And, and their cup is full because of all that. No, no, no. God wants to be your source. Okay? This is the key. And I talk to people. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, sometimes God lets you go into a wilderness. It says there in Psalm 78, I read it. God, can you bring something good out of the out of this wilderness, can you make a table? Sometimes God intentionally takes you into the wilderness. He allows you to be stripped of almost every good thing so that we will finally turn to him and discover a sacred truth. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It's not the joy of my success is my strength. It's not the joy of people thinking good things about me is my strength. It's the joy of the Lord. It's joy that comes from him. Worship him, press into him. Spend time remembering the good things that he's done for you, the good things he has for you. And in, in fellowship and thanksgiving with the Lord, my encouragement to you is that he wants to anoint your head. He wants your cup. And it says in Psalm 23, five to overflow. Have you met someone? Their cup's overflowing. <laughs> they're just full of God. They're full of goodness. And when you're around them, there's encouragement and there's life. God wants you to be a life giver. You know, it says in Proverbs, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Every person you talk to, everywhere you go, you can bring life and you can bring encouragement. Heavenly Father, we're here today out here in the woods and the preschoolers are actually getting ready to walk down the hill here and I think play in the park. And um, it's just a beautiful day. There's goodness all around us. God, would you open the hearts and the minds of every person listening to this to see your goodness and to know you're the God you want to fill up their cup, even if they're in a wilderness. You want to be their source. You want to fill up their cup and make it overflow. And I ask right now, by the power of the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would come. If there's healing that needs to happen, would you heal? If there's fear or doubt or regret or rejection, heal it. Because your acceptance is so much more powerful. Your opinion of us is so much more powerful. Would you fill up cups today with blessing and life? And Lord, if we have sin in our life and, and maybe there's a cup of wrath waiting for us, we repent and we're sorry, we come back to you. We dump out that, the junk and we ask you to fill us up again with your goodness. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Have an awesome week, beloved. I wanna be on the frequency of heaven. I wanna be on the frequency of Christ. I wanna be